The medical information communicated in this podcast is of a general educational nature. If you are feeling unwell, please seek the attention of a medical practitioner. Any advertisements promoted throughout the podcast are not endorsed by the presenter or any of the guests interviewed. Hi there, welcome to MediTalk, a medical podcast talking all things medical in a way that you can understand. You're with Danae. Today I'm joined by Kerry, a patient who wanted to share his own journey through suffering obstructive sleep apnea. Having been treated successfully, he wanted to share his story to encourage others to speak to their doctor and seek help, as now he is experiencing quality sleep, which has led to him not only feeling better, but he and his family are living a better quality of life. I'm 61 and uh, mine probably journey probably started about 20 years ago when yeah. I first suffered a sleep apnea. Yeah. And, uh, and 20 years ago I went through the process where you had the overnight stay at the clinic and got assessed. Got diagnosed. But at that stage the, the treatment for me, they, they thought it was uh, best to have the throat laser thing where they laser back of your throat. It's an operation. Yes. Laser back of your throat to create scar tissue, which yep. means when you fall asleep, instead of all your muscles relaxing and collapsing. Yes. And you suffer sleep they apnea. They stay strong. Yeah, it sort of holds it firmer. But yeah. for me, that was it was very painful. But for about probably a month, it was actually okay. And then I just slipped back into the old wow. the old pattern of um, yeah. sleep apnea. So that's that probably for twenty years I've sort of suffered what has now been diagnosed as fairly severe sleep apnea because I thought, well, I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. And. Uh, People had mentioned to me about going and getting on a machine and all that sort of thing, but the machines 20 years ago were all clunky and yes. and noisy and I thought, well, that's – and I don't want one of those things on my face. And yeah. So I've put it off for 20-odd for 20, 20 years. Yeah. So, um, but there's some recent experiences where my wife had decided she was going to sleep in different rooms because of all the noise, the kids well, – adult kids but at home still – all shutting their doors and saying they couldn't sleep properly at night with all the noise I was making. Yeah. And, uh, and so it doesn't just affect the snorer, the person suffering the apnea, which is bad enough, but no. it does end up affecting. Well, no, it's a bit, it's a bit like, those I, mean, I always think it's a bit like passive smoking. That's yeah. A bit, and I, That's I was, a good analogy. I, yeah, I was having a really poor quality sleep. Yeah. And, uh, and not realizing that Carla, Carla would be lying next to me, and she, if I was snoring, she couldn't sleep because I was snoring. If I was doing the sleep apnea and not breathing, she worried about the fact I wasn't breathing. Yeah. So rather than put herself through that, she slept yeah. in another room. Yep. And uh, and the kids were all shutting their bedroom doors, saying they couldn't they couldn't sleep properly with all the noise I was making. And I was totally unaware of that. Yeah. But I'd, all I knew is I wasn't having quality sleep because I'd wake up in the morning, and it basically almost feels like you've had a hangover without. The, the alcohol. You're, you're just felt, feeling tired you, all you the time. You feel cloudy. Yeah. Sort of cloudy and. Often if, you, if you've slept and weren't breathing much, you wake up with a headache because yeah. you haven't had enough oxygen. And uh, there's obviously all other health issues with not having enough oxygen. But um, so I just I decided, I was fortunate enough, a colleague at work who went through the same process that I've been through, mm. he's probably about a month or six weeks ahead of me and he had all this sort of positive feedback, which is hopefully what I'm doing today. Yeah. But, but so that helped encourage me and... Also, I just wanted to do something about it. I was dragging my feet all the time, tired all the time. Yeah. And uh, so I decided to come to the clinic and reactivate doing that again. Yeah. And for me it's been a good thing, which will probably come well, later, but 
Um, just got the stage. I was awake all the time at night, yeah. and uh, and you know, going to cinemas and things. I'd fall asleep. I'd fall asleep. I didn't. I didn't have those issues. Pet driving. So, cars. what are the sort of signs that people should look out for? So, it's feeling tired in the morning, just a sort of tiredness. Um, I think you've mentioned, you know, getting up during the night, going to the toilet. Yeah, I are think those well, the sort of signs. Well, what I do, I'd go to bed. I'd go to bed relatively early because I have a job where I start pretty early. So I'd try and be in bed by sort of nine thirty at night. And I've never, I've never had issues going to sleep. I fall asleep straight away because yeah. I was tired. But obviously, no sooner than I fell asleep that I'd be stopping breathing, waking up, or maybe not even conscious of the fact I was sort of woken up properly. But I found I was going to the bathroom about eight times a night. Yeah. So I was cutting down drinking any cups of tea or water before I went to bed, just sort of wetting my mouth. And I'd, when I came to the clinic, one of the things they, they discussed with me, oh, do you get up at night? And I said, oh, yeah, I'll get up probably six or eight times a night and go to the bathroom. I said, I can't understand it because I don't. Mm. I'm conscious not drinking too much before I go to bed. Mm. And uh, and they explained to me, which made total sense, that because you stop breathing so often, mm. and I was diagnosed um, with my sleep apnea that I was stopping breathing or having episodes, they call it, up to 70 times an hour. It sounds sounds a bit far-fetched, but 70 times an hour, which is, not, which is pretty common. Even the, yes, guy, the guy at work was the same sort of measures. Yeah. And... Uh, um, but the more severe times when you stop breathing, say, up to 45 seconds, apparently your brain releases a chemical to make you want to go to the toilet. That makes makes you wake up and breathe. Mm. So it's doing that to make you breathe and get yeah. you going again. Yeah. So I, that apart from waking up all those times and going to the bathroom, it's just the poor quality of sleep throughout the night. Yeah. And uh, um, so that really encouraged me to do something or endeavour to do something again about it. Yeah. And that's when I enrolled or went to my doctor and got a referral to the sleep clinic and came in and did the um, the, the, overnight. The, the overnight stay where they wire you up. Not the most comfortable thing I've ever done. Yeah. But um, it's just part of the process. Yeah. And, and it's better to get an accurate diagnosis, you know. Well, right? I think so. There's ones where you can go home and sleep at home and things, but I wanted to do it the what I deemed to be was probably the more thorough way in by coming to the hospital. And uh, um, so I did that and then uh, then progressed on from there. From there. Yeah. So you've been, you were diagnosed and I think um, there was a situation where you were saying it was, there was one day when you were, uh, tell us, tell people about oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. No, there's, after, in fact, this was actually after I'd en enrolled to come to the clinic, so this wasn't the catalyst for me coming, but yep. it sort of reinforced my my decision to come was probably a good one. Yep. I'd actually said to the guys at work one day, it was about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I said, look, I've just, and they all know I've been, I suffer sleep. I said, look, I've just got to go home. I am so tired. Yeah. And I was falling asleep at the desk and things. So I said, I've just got to go home. So I went to Cross St George's Terrace in Perth and I pushed the button at the, pedestrian crossing, when I got halfway across, I just went to blink and my eyes stayed shut wow. and I actually fell asleep walking along yeah. and I staggered about three steps to the left and that sort of jolted me awake. Yep. I looked around and all these people looking at me thinking, this guy's had a big lunch. <laughs> and uh, so that that reinforced, I'm glad I'd rolled in, which I happened to be coming the next week for the trial. Anyway. You're glad you'd made that So that, that just reinforced yeah. it. And uh, so I came along quite willingly, whereas I know some people sort of uh, are forced into it by partners. I think, it, I mean, for me, it's it's been a great 
experience and, and, and it has actually, this sounds a bit corny, but it has changed my life. Yeah. Um, so I, I, ca- I came in after doing that, the sleep clinic where they do the assessment, mm. then you come in and uh, you have an initial consultation. This is all including the fee when I did yeah. it, which value for money and life-changing. It was a bargain. Yeah. But I came in and uh, had the initial consultation and they let you take home the was it CPAP? I'm not sure. Yeah, they take. What, I'm not sure what model machine I yeah, had. Yeah, so they. I took away the machine. A trial of CPAP. Yeah, and I must admit, one of the reasons I've been reluctant over the years to come in because I thought the machines are clunky and noisy. But they have got smaller, haven't yeah, they? Oh, they're clunky and noisy, and really, un- they would be really uncomfortable. Now, the the one I've got, which I think is a pretty normal one, yeah. is about the size of a clock radio. It sits yeah. next to your bed, and uh, pretty quiet. Yes, uh, well. My colleague that's ahead of me on the program said, oh, it only makes like a very light noise, like a very quiet ceiling fan. I thought, oh, that sounds exaggeration, but I, and I don't even think it's that. No. I mean, you, don't, you don't even Especially hear Especially when it. the mask is on, you can you can yeah, hardly well, hear it. Yeah, well, the only the thing for me, you've got to, they'll, they'll good and say, take home a couple of different styles of masks because yes. some suit some people and uh, some suit others better. I had a, a full face mask which is over your nose and your mouth. Yeah. Because they'd asked me, was I a, a mouth breather? Mm. And if you're a mouth breather, you need to cover your, your mouth as well because otherwise the air is escaping that's mm. being forced into your, into your nose. So I did that, but for me that wasn't very comfortable, that. So mm. after two days of that, I, I used the one that's just the goes up your yeah. nostril, yep. the, up your both, up both nostrils. And uh, to me that was much better, much more comfortable. In fact, I've got... I've got a situation where I wake up at night now and think, oh, God, my mask come on. And I put my hand in my face and it's actually still on. Yeah. And so that, that's how comfortable I've, I've found it. And what it. is your wife? Has the sound of the machine ever woken up your wife or? Oh, no, she she doesn't. In fact, she says she Is she getting she, good she, sleep too? Oh, yeah, no, no. Well, she's happy to stay in the bed yeah. now. But she, um, she said she can't believe I don't make any noise. Yeah. And I still wake up. I wake up maybe go to the bathroom once yeah. a night, which is pretty normal. Which is normal. very normal, yeah. And I might. I'm, generally, I'm a light sleeper anyway, but yeah. I might wake up once or twice a night now versus the eight times going to the bathroom. And do you think you're getting times. REM sleep? You know, the do you dream or? Oh yeah, you, you know, you're I do. getting deeper and, sleep. Do you feel like you're getting deeper sleep? Oh yeah, no. I, well, I wake up in the morning and the alarm goes off, and instead of dragging my feet and finding the excuse to hit the snooze, ten minutes, bu- snooze yeah. button and all that, which <laughs> the extra 10 minutes doesn't make any difference um, other than make you late. Um, I, I find now the alarm goes off, I'm happy to get up. Yeah, right. Um, the night sort of goes so quickly because I'm not up all night and awake yeah. all night, so the night goes no, goes quickly. And uh, and I found I've sort of got back into doing exercise and things because I've got some energy. So instead of dragging my feet all day, yeah. So I'd drag the day even goes quickly because instead of dragging my feet all day, couldn't wait to sort of get the stage the go to home, end. Yep. get the stage go home, and then go and have another have a sleep, uncomfortable sleep or a restless or sleep. Yeah. Um, well, I, I quite often do that too. I'd come home and and, and lie on the couch for for a while. Yeah. And. Uh, so now I don't do that. I've actually got the energy where I've sort of got back into a bit of exercise. That's which, so good. Yeah, and, and that I think helps you sleep as well. Absolutely. And uh, so Carla, my, my wife, she she thinks it's been great. The kids now don't worry about having to all shut their bedroom doors and things. Yeah. So they they can't believe it either. So everyone wins. You well, know, yeah, well, everyone. can well, benefit a lot of people. It probably for the whole, the family as a, as a as unit, unit. is probably much better for them. I mean, I've never been the sort of person who gets particularly bad-tempered or anything, so 
I imagine some people, when they're tired, they're probably grumpy. I've yeah. never really been a particularly grumpy person, so they probably didn't have that negativity about it. But yeah. certainly their their sleep was affected, affected. by it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I think everybody's, uh, everyone's, everybody's everyone's had a win happy. out of it. Yeah. yeah. And for people that are maybe sort of struggling with the CPAP side of things, uh, were there times during the trial that you thought, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do be able to do this? No, no. Or did you have Well, not at all because I, I took the machine home. The first night I took it home and, as I said, that full face mask for me wasn't, wasn't the right. That wasn't my, my bag. But yeah. after two nights of that, I decided to try the other one. Yeah. Which they had insisted I take that as well, and I thought, oh, because I'm a mouth breather, that's not going to help. But now that I'm getting the air in, in my nose, yeah, I don't have to have my mouth open. Tonight, so naturally, I just sleep with my mouth shut. Yeah, right. So that, so I don't make any noise, and uh, so for me, it was almost instantaneous results. What they do is they they tweak the machine remotely. Yes, because it's all, it's all on Bluetooth or whatever. Yes. So you don't have to bring the machine in every day and get it changed. So I. And you're a busy person, so you couldn't afford to keep coming well, in and getting Well, the sick. machine's got all these things on. I, I sort of, this almost became a bit of a game, waking up in the morning and seeing how many episodes I had per hour. Yeah. And I think I started off the first night, I was down from like 70 episodes an hour to 10. So my first night on the machine, I was 10 yeah. versus 70. And normal people, I understand, average five. So yes. normal Joe Blow in the street averages five episodes an hour. So I was 10 my first night. So I thought that was pretty good. The yes. ne- next night was 8.4. It's a massive improvement. It was 8.4 because I told everybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I got the stage, everybody at work had asked me, what did you get last night? <laughs> and I think the third night was about 5 point yeah. something. Yeah. And then from then onwards, I've based, and I haven't had a night without the machine. Some guys don't yes. use a machine every day. Yeah. But I haven't had a night where I haven't used it. And now my, after they've tweaked it all and things, now I'm, I'm generally averaging less than two. Like last night was 1.7. That's so good. So I'm almost obsessive, compulsive looking at my reading when I want to. No, but up. I think that encourages people to realise that because uh, CPAP's only as good as, or treatment, it's like medication, you know, it's only as good as, or treatment's only as good as if you're using it. Yeah. You know, so if oh, you're actually well, showing benefit from well, using it. Well, my colleague, which I keep referring back to because he was my yardstick in, yeah. in all this, he actually some nights doesn't use his machine, he's got exactly the same machine I've got, whichever one that is. Yeah. Um, and he some nights hasn't used it because he's come home and thought, ah, oh, he's had a few drinks, what it decides, yeah. he doesn't want to use it. And he said next day he feels like he's been hit by a truck. Yes. And we often talk about, well, that's how we both felt all the time. Yeah. So now had, when you start So he only feels, so I, I'm sort of almost scared not to use it because he goes, oh, look, I, and he said, I haven't been out last night but I didn't use it, I just couldn't be bothered using it. He said, I feel like I've been – and I said, well, that's how we used to feel every day. Yeah, imagine that. And, uh, yeah. and he was a guy, won't mention his name, he was always late to work. Yeah. He was always late to work because he, he couldn't he get like out now? of bed. Well, he's, he comes in on time and he's, he's a bit like me. He's, he's had, got a bit of a spring in his step. He's had uh, – in fact, he's, he's actually lost quite a bit of weight. As well. Since he's been on – I mean, I don't know what he weighs. Because he's back exercising and – Well, is that, but also – when you're actually sleeping properly, which is now what we're both doing, mm. that's when your body does all the repair work and it yes. chews up all these calories and things doing yeah. the repair work. Yeah. So the sleep thing, the thing that concerned me, in fact, going back to an earlier question, one of the things that made me also do this was apart from the effect on family and myself, it's actually a health yeah. detriment. 
the I started reading on your heart. Or there was all these stress on your heart because your, your heart is under enormous stress mm. um, because you're not breathing and things. Yes. And you're not there's, getting the oxygen. Well, there's the oxygen, yeah. like dementias and other. Yes. So I started reading quite a bit about this. Yeah. Dementia um, often comes down to lack of sleep and poor quality yes. sleep because it's lack of oxygen to the brain yeah. and all these sort of things. So. The, the health better, far from feeling better mm. and... And, you, and thinking clearer. Yeah. Yeah. You, you feel better, you think clearer, you, you've got more energy and the whole family, gets, as we said, gets the benefit out of it. Yeah. I I mean, I personally, I can't imagine not... I mean, do you I, wish you'd I don't know sooner, looking back or...? Uh, well, I, I do and I don't. Yeah. The reason I say I do because I've seen the benefit of it... Yeah. The reason to say, well, I don't, is if I'd gone on earlier and the machine was like 20 years ago, the machines were clunking and all that, I probably yeah. would have stopped using it and never come back. Yeah, true. So I think for me the timing was was, was good. good. Um, and I noticed when I went to buy a machine, there's all these, but there's some little tiny machines. Yes, too, there's travel little ones. travel ones, yeah. Which I actually even thought about that, but I didn't get that one. Pops, oh, well, the other yeah. thing is, so, so the, the process for me, and I guess it's the same for everybody, I went to the sleep clinic thing where they did the assessment. Yes. I came and had the initial meeting with a lady, Lisa, who ran through the sort of results and, and what they'd endeavour to achieve with the machine. Mm. And uh, and as I said, I trotted off with the machine for a month. But during that month, you have the machine and trialling it at yes. home. They're tweaking the machine every day remotely. So yeah, like, and they can see if you're using it. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, no, they know exactly how many hours you've used it, yeah. everything else. Yeah. And... Uh, so they they did whatever they did magic behind the scenes and that sort of worked for me. Yeah. But each week during that month trial, you come in and meet. Oh, good. Um, so I'm glad I did it. Yeah. And uh, and I, unlike my colleague who has nights where he doesn't use it, I I haven't had one yet where I haven't used it, but I'm almost almost tempted to not use it one night and see how I feel. Actually, one of um, I spoke to one of the sleep scientists yeah. at, at CRS and she was saying that when people don't use it, it they'll feel like it's like a hangover. They'll, that's well, that's how exactly, they describe well, that's exactly what like, this guy was saying. Yeah. He, cause, cause, like it's not just the fact that they may have had alcohol but they feel like it's No, it's just you've, you've, you've gone back to how you must have felt every day yeah, because I you do it all imagine. the time. You're sort of somehow acclimatised to it. Yeah. But I am... Um, yeah, I'm sort of. I'm almost tempted to have a have a crack at one night without it, but I <laughs> don't really want to. Because <laughs> it does feel good, feeling better. Uh, and so your family are happy that you're. You've oh, I, I think it, I think it's. I the, mean, the, they think it's it's great. I mean, they obviously yeah. see me with a bit more energy and, and not yeah. not dragging my dragging my feet around. Where guys always want to put everything off. Yeah. And then all sorts of things, not just this type of thing. It's a, it's, it's a pretty easy, when I think about it, it's a pretty easy fix. And you've got a, uh, I think also it comes down to having a good GP too to have a chat with. Yeah. Because some, you know, sometimes, you know, that makes a difference to Well, I, I actually had to just decide, the, there's more probably the health benefit thing yes, too that was starting to concern true. me of being 60. Yeah. Um, and and I had I had parents who suffered dementia, so yeah. I think that sort of concerned me a bit. But um, yeah, no, I think it's well. I mean, in terms of doing the trial, I reckon everybody should do the trial if they they they're suffering sleep apnea yeah. or think they if they've are. got some symptoms. Because the worst you can do is you do a trial and you don't don't use it. So yeah, and 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 I think as you get older, you realise how important the sleep bit is for yeah for both, health. For, for health and for, for mental health and physical health. Yeah. 
And it's so true. Yeah. If you have a, if you haven't had a good night's sleep, I mean, I know. I, it's the last thing you feel like doing is exercise. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like it's, it's a catch twenty two. It's catch twenty two, and yeah. you also, I think, sleep better if you if you're exercising. Yeah, I, I just think if in doubt about it, it's worth Having trialing it. Yeah, because well, if you get anything like the benefit I've had out of it, it's, it's worth a go. That's probably worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today and That's sharing your story. I really yeah. do, and I hope that um, by sharing more patient stories that. Uh, it encourages us all to look after ourselves a bit better. Yeah. Take no, that I time, think, isn't it? I think it's a, well, it's a, for me it was life-changing. Kerry was diagnosed and treated at a high-quality sleep and respiratory specialist practice in WA called Cardio Respiratory Sleep, CRS. A big thank you to Kerry for sharing his journey and we hope it has helped others feel more encouraged to seek help and speak to their GP. For more credible information on sleep investigations and management of sleep disorders, visit sleepcrs.net.au. You've been listening to MediTalk, a podcast talking all things medical in a way that you can understand. You can follow MediTalk podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, please take a minute to subscribe, rate and review this podcast via iTunes or your podcasting app. If you have any health topics you would like to hear discussed, please email them to danae at meditalk.com.au. Thanks for listening.